thirsty and 30. Hi, thirsty people. I'm Bea, one half of the duo of Thirsty and 30, a chat show on Smarter Love. If you'd like to get to know us, visit our website, thirstyand30.club, or follow us on any of our socials. Shari and I are back for another episode under 30 questions with thriving women. We deep dive into the amazing journeys of the people we get to meet through our show. Our goal is to help you navigate your 30s and beyond. Joining us today all the way from Sydney is Bianca King, former actress, dog mom to Willow, and now founder of Made Mindful, a conscious online business revealing soon. We are in awe about the mindful and intentional decisions Bianca has made to build a truly contented life. It's no wonder that she is so self-aware straight off the bat. What is the biggest misconception about you? As I'm sure you've read a lot or heard a lot of things said about you. Sigur not so much now, but maybe in the past that I'm high maintenance. Yeah, that's one thing because, yeah, because I'm really not. And I think the one that was most annoying, though, is that I'm as contravida in real life as my characters, as the roles that I've played online. It's like for some reason before, people can't disconnect what they see on screen from the person in real life. Do you have to explain it to them, by the way? Yeah, I'm not contravida. (laughs) It really depends on what the comment is. But if I feel like it's not something they should be saying or maybe I want to, this sounds not so good, but I want to open their minds a bit more and make them realize that I'm a real person, I'm different, that's not who I am, like I will, there are times when I will take time to have a conversation with that person and then there are times also when I just ignore it and smile (laughs) and then walk away. Hmm. They say like one of the best things you can do to incorporate happiness in your life and other people is just to smile, even if it's a contrived one. Mm-hmm. Do you mm-hmm. agree with that or disagree? Mm, yeah, yeah. If you're able to manage your emotions enough that you could just like smile and walk away instead of being confrontational, I think that's a sign of strength and maturity as well. I love that, that you don't have to confront because I think on social media, people are always confronting each other in the comments. But I want to jump a little bit your time as an actress. Like, I know you also still act and when you want to take a project, do you have a favorite role or a dream role you still want to play? I've done this a few times already, but I really enjoyed it. I really like doing comedy. Yeah, I I think I can be relatively quick with improvising and ad-lib. I think that it also helps lessen the nakakapagod na environment if you're having fun and laughing because, yeah, because doing a show is one of the worst things that you can do for your health. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, because the hours are horrible. Now I don't know anymore because... The last show that I did was like in 2019, ba, and then things were still really bad then. Like you go home when the sun's up mm. um, and you're exposed to so many people and places and you're grinding nonstop. Yeah. 
sorry, I went really deep there. <laughs> no, it's okay. We no. love those deep conversations because when we started the show, we started to connect with women who have so much anxieties, mm. whether they were illegitimate children or whether they're just a smart woman getting ghosted. There's so many issues that women go through. So you can go as deep as you want. This is <laughs> up, up to you. This is about you. Okay, one, you touched a little bit on the long hours and showbiz and shooting mm. a show. What is the most surprising thing about showbiz that people don't understand? That people are chronically sleep-deprived and generally unhealthy. The lifestyle is not healthy. Yeah, like a lot of people get sick and immunity is low because they're not sleeping. Although now, I don't know. Like now, I think things really had to change. So I think they're working like maybe 16 to 18 hours na lang now, not anymore. Holding. It's long. It's really a hard job. And anyone who is in that industry is like a hero in their own way because they're doing very difficult work. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that you say 16 hours. Like that's not that's mm-hmm. ridiculous. But uh, we work in social media, a lot of storytelling and creating your own own content and how does one really have a healthy relationship with social media and Mm. their work yeah pretty much like how do you balance that if you have to work 16 hours or so you mean before because yeah i haven't done a show since 2019 Mm. so if you mean at the time how would i balance it or like right now where i Um, am at life right now. I guess like I'm sure what you did before kind of filters down to your life now. Do you see some of the stuff that you kept you sane before that you still yeah. do until this day? Okay. Okay, so yes, yeah. so I like to delete Instagram from my phone. Okay. okay. I hear this a lot from people that they do they take out the app. <laughs> and I love to unfollow people. <laughs> oh, okay. Once I think I'm like I will scroll through my feed and I'm like why am I following this person why am I following this person <laughs> yeah, because the more, the more noise you follow the less the less the chance you'll see the content that you actually want to see and that you care about yeah because the app doesn't feed you everything so that's one thing and then also apart from deleting the app and unfollowing people oh I use I use an app for posting okay so you schedule mm-hmm. everything. It's like managing your thing. Okay. Everything, but like most of it, I think mm-hmm. I don't I don't post on Instagram in real time on the fly. Yeah. Yeah. So if I'm posting something on stories, chances are it was from last week. It's not what I'm currently doing right now. <laughs> I feel like it's also like a safety thing. I don't know. Maybe that's just you don't want people to know exactly where you are at that time, right? Because you, you can yep. yeah kidnapped or something <laughs> have, you, have you ever had that scare because you were in the public eye for a while you ever go this person just messaged me that they can see me from behind or not really but there was there there was this there was a guy that went to my house one time and then um mayaya opened the door and then he was looking for me and wanted to give me a letter i, I didn't know who the guy was did you see the letter? No, she didn't take it. I think it might have been like maybe my house was featured on a show and then they showed the exterior. Yeah. Mm, yeah. He found it. 
Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. After that, like I that I really raised the hell with the guardhouse. <laughs> like, yeah. You have to call my house first. Don't let anyone just come in. Cause yeah, it's scary. That's a bit in the scary side of someone going into your house. How yeah. about haters and trolls? How do you deal? I know you mentioned a while ago that you you briefly engage in conversation if you want to open their mind, but. How about yeah. the ones that are just hit below the belt? True story. I feel very fortunate that I don't get a lot of trolls. Actually, I can tell you the exact moment the last time I had a troll. Yung talagang troll was around April last year. I posted some stuff like how I felt about the government and stuff like that. I got it not as bad as some other people did, but I just felt threatened by it. But, but I just don't want to create that kind of tension online. So I deleted it and the post. And then I went offline for a month. Mm. So at the first sight of a troll, like, I will do something about it. Na. Parang, I just don't want to see it. And then I reassess, hey, what should I not be posting next time? Like... I should just be extremely mindful of what I say because I just don't want to get stressed from social media. So that, but be careful what you say online. Mm. Yeah. Because it's going to get a reaction from some people. Thankfully, I've been very careful after that to not create any reasons for people to troll on me. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I love that, like the way you find a way to protect yourself and be able to remove yourself off a situation. I think if people take themselves out of a bad situation, they know how to practice self-love, which a lot of people ask us about. I am just curious, would you be able to share some of your own personal insecurities that, not even specific, but something that I guess, because when people see you, they might see like a perfect grid or a perfect life, but I'm sure you don't always feel perfect. Can you tell us a little bit more? It's Physical, pinaka recent, like I was getting really insecure about my skin. I used to have really good skin at some point in my life, and then it's like up and down, and then it's been down for a really long time. Yeah, and I was just, and Ralph says, like, your forehead is bumpy. Oh my God. <laughs> I my forehead. So now I actually take better care of my skin now. I go to the derm and get stuff done to my skin. And I use now more than one product on my skin. I actually have a routine now because before, parang people would say to me like, how many steps do you have? I'm like, I just washed my face. <laughs> That's it. That's sure. all. Like, but now I have a serum. I have sunscreen. I have moisturizer. <laughs> I have an eye cream. I have all of these things because I turned 35 last week. And wow. Yeah, and I was like, I need to start taking better care of myself because I don't want to age fast. <laughs> yeah, I had this conversation when she travels, she has the full bag of all the yeah. serum for this part, for this part, and then mine is the same. It's water. And then she's like, when we're 60, you're going to look different than me. And I was like, okay, now I get it. <laughs> mm -hmm. You have to start it early. Yeah. yeah and from what i see though your skin looks great it's getting better it's getting better it's not as bad as it was but when the light would be like above me you could really see it oh yeah lighting is really your best friend and your worst enemy yeah. sometimes 
So I can make myself look good in photos, but like in real life, my skin was bad up close, and it felt it was really rough. It was mm. rough. It was bumpy, and what they say, what they say at the derm, it was, it is congested. So there's a lot of, ew. There's a lot of stuff in my pores. <laughs> they changed topic. <laughs> But yeah, but that's refreshing to know that even you struggle with a few things too. So Bianca, we are a show about love and relationships. So I have to ask you, do you agree with the statement, love comes when you stop looking? Love comes when you stop looking? Um... That's like the number one advice that we got during our shows. They're like, stop looking, it'll come, it'll come. Or the moment they stopped looking, the love of their lives came into their lives. Yeah, I think maybe stop aggressively looking and just let go but of course you always have to keep your doors open right Mm. because if you're not putting yourself out there in a certain way if you're not claiming it if you're not manifesting it it's not going to come to you i like that also manifest manifest love guys yeah I, i i actually like to tell people that Maybe a couple of months after I became single the last time, I wrote in my journal exactly what I wanted. From the height to the race to the hobbies to the... I basically wrote down like what I want in a guy. And then I met Ralph a few months after. And I was like, chick, chick. Check so, Yeah, and then Isa also said that about Ben. Like she manifested him and then she met him like a month after although he's lacking a few things now that she manifested it but it got really close <laughs> same with me it got it got pretty close but of course someone hindi naman perfect right? yeah. that's so magaling though okay i get the whole writing all the list of all the positive things you want what about the things that you're not listing, like red flags? How do you spot them? If it causes you or them or anyone discomfort. Mm. Or, sorry, not anyone, but I meant anyone very close to you who you trust and respect. That's a red flag. And- yeah, I'll tell you guys a story. One of my best friends just got a divorce, and she was married long for a year and a half. And then... The reason why they divorced is because basically he doesn't appreciate her. So he doesn't have much patience for her. He doesn't appreciate her quirks, but rather says that she has to change those things because it's not cool. To make the long story short, I told her, you know what? The first time I met him, when we were with friend B, I told him i was like i don't like the way he talks to her but i'm not gonna tell her because i want her to live out her life the way she should Parang i don't want to mm-hmm. be the reason why her life goes a certain way Parang i was like they're happy together yeah that's what she says so if i don't like the way he talks to her because what i can see is that he doesn't he's not in love with her yeah, and then a few months after that, he proposed. They got married. I hosted the wedding. I was in the entourage. And it, but, you know, I, I always really felt that <sighs> he doesn't really love her. <laughs> but I'm not going to say oh, anything. Wow. And, you were such a supportive right. friend. <laughs> yeah, so, so there. So I finally got to tell her that 
you know what? I really didn't like him for you. And I told friend B that that I don't like the way he talks to her and treats her. I don't think it's going to work out. As a friend, should I have been the one to wave the red flag and say, this red flag is here, look at it. <laughs> or you let your friend live their life the way they want and learn what they're supposed to learn in their own unique path. So I think B is usually the right answer. I, I don't know if you guys agree. No, sometimes right when, you, yeah, when you suggest something, yeah. sometimes oh. people tend to push back. Like you give this yeah. certain advice and they're like, Masaya silang no, not going to do it like that. I'll do it myself. So it's better to just... Listen, or if you give yeah. advice, they're probably going to do what they really want anyways. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh-oh, just sit back and watch. Fingers right? crossed to yourself na lang and just be there for them when they need yeah. to. Yeah, fingers crossed yeah. that they end up in the right place. Yeah. So, yeah. so there. Um, <laughs> so, Bianca, you seem like you're not... So it seems like, Bianca, you're in a very happy relationship now. What kind of girlfriend do you think were you when you were in your 20s versus how you are in relationships now in your 30s? Um, before, I think I was a little self-centered and selfish. And I was my priority. Rightfully, yeah. Siguro, in my early 20s, I wasn't a good girlfriend. Kasi parang I was the type that like wanted to go out and do my own thing without him. So parang why was I in a relationship with this person? I don't know. And then as I got older, I think I became more emotionally stable and mature. And then now in my 30s, I don't know. I'm not perfect still. I'm still pretty self-centered sometimes. But then I know when I'm being that way and I can apologize for it now after and wow i was not being a, a nice person right there sorry so what were your biggest relationship makers and deal breakers like in your past relationships what were you like looking for and what certain things made you like walk away relationship what was that deal breakers yeah and makers like what made a relationship for you what made a relationship for me Doon na lang muna tayo sa deal breakers. Deal breakers. Okay, this was one. This is this was my recent, not recent. This was the last like major deal breaker that I had. Wasn't supportive on a journey that I wanted to go down or go through that was very important to me. So yeah. parang, it's like everyone around me understood this and supports me and appreciates what I'm going through, but you don't, mm. then we can't be together. So that's one deal breaker. Another one is, I think, anger management. If you don't know how to, if you don't know how to manage your emotions, I feel like you're bound to fail because I'm not perfect either. I can't always be the one to baby you and walk you through this. Like we have to help each other and both be mature Yun, deal breakers. And then the other one is deal maker gets along with my parents. That's a good one. That's one mm. of my favorite ones um, also. And all of my friends. Yung parang none of my friends have an issue with you. That uh, is a good one. That's yeah. rare. That's so rare. <laughs> 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 
Uh, is it your Bea and your experience? No, I was telling Bianca before when I sent you an email for this. I remember the specific moment I was watching your YouTube channel. I was exercising as you do when you're like going through a breakup. And I watched it and I was like, I am the believer of like us against the world kind of thing. All your friends or family are telling you, Radita, this is the wrong person, but go lang because they don't understand your relationship. And when I watched, I was like, Bakit nga ba nagtatangahan ako? And then I stopped. And after that, I was telling you that it really did wake me up. So I definitely think you should do more love relationships <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> But I should actually. I've just not done anything on YouTube for a long time just because it's you have to invest so much time and my yeah. time is fully invested in, in Made Mindful. It's yeah. really a full-time job now and no one knows what the hell I'm doing, right? There's actually a little bit more to it than the social media account. Hmm. Yeah. So, so anyway, yeah, thank you for watching my video and I'm glad no thank you for saving my life <laughs> I think that's the main thing here but Pero yeah. alam ko yung feeling na yun na a lot us of against, us against the world don't like it for you but you just can't seem to yeah to break yeah. up with it our yeah. common friend Bianca Marielle, we also call her that. She's our little blank. It's like a celebrity name who we feel like is always us against the world. And like Marielle, mm-hmm. tama na. Tama na yung, uh, mo. And then finally, look, she's so happy with we all really like her boyfriend now. So see, it all works yeah. out. Listen, I think at the end of the day, also you have to listen to your friends. They just care. I mean, mm-hmm. her, I get the rebellion. Bianca, it seems again, it seems like you seem really happy with your current in your current relationship. Tell us someone, how did you meet the one? He was the best man at Ben and Isa's wedding, and I was a guest because Isa's my friend. And yeah, the guests were like telling us separately that we needed to meet each other. And after he gave his speech, I was like, I need to put myself near this Ralph Wendell. (laughs) 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 And then, yeah, people pushed us together. And we started dancing and that was it. It, It's pretty cute. And um, we have videos of us dancing together for the first time because people were taking videos of us and then they sent it to us after. So it's a nice memory of like how we started drunk on a beach. (laughs) Those are always the good ones. Like I think when everyone around you knows that um, you would be suited for each other, trying to push you together. Let go of the stubbornness, like of you Mm. thinking, oh, I'm an independent woman just trying to find my own one and I don't need anyone's help or advice. And then giving in, it's, oh, okay, they actually know me more than you know yourself sometimes. Um, Yeah, and uh, to add to that, like it's extremely difficult to date in the Philippines. Like it's hard to find nice girls. Yeah, actually, I feel like nice girls, there are more. I feel like nice guys, mas konti. Yeah. Um, what is it, Kaya? Why is that, guys? Why is that? Culture. I think a lot of it is culture. Yeah. I think if you're the kind of woman that's exposed to how other men can be from different cultures, hmm. that's when maybe it becomes harder to find someone to really get along with in the Philippines. Like find a guy. Hmm. Rather. I don't want to get into that so much because it might sound like I'm generalizing that guys, it's Agreed, not that. Yeah. It's just that it's really hard to find them. 
rare. Yeah. I think it's a challenge. We definitely won't go into it too much, but I want to touch a little bit on what you were talking about, Made Mindful, because you started off with a social media page, but I know that there's something more to that, and it is really an expression of how you like to live and your philosophy on the environment. And I guess, would you say really mindful minimalism? And would you be able to tell us a little bit more about this? Because in the Philippines, shopping is such a big thing I have nothing against it but people buy a lot nowadays Mm -hmm. just being at home what what are your thoughts on made mindful and where do you see it heading if you can share with us I guess what I can share about it is I started working on it in 2018 because it was born out of my own need and frustrations about the way people do business so I just dreamt up an idea. But what I can share maybe at this point is that packaging was a huge thing for me. So I I really made sure that everything that I sell, it's as plastic free as can be from the product itself to how it gets to you. Yeah. We, I, I really tried to make everything reusable, recyclable, biodegradable, or compostable and then no plastic if I can Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think now of everything that I have lined up if something has plastic maybe there's one thing that has one plastic component but everything else is glass paper solids bars (laughs) that gives you an idea (laughs) yeah it's so hard because I came across this girl I think she used to run like a video series called Trash for Tossers. Her main oh, thing was everything is all about zero waste. And oh. I realized how hard it is from menstruation to sex to groceries to everything you touch. Basically, it's stressful just thinking about yeah. how you're going to lessen the garbage. And even from yeah. choosing an espresso versus a plunger, there's yeah. a component there of waste and People don't realize that, but it's amazing that you're starting this and you're building this. And I guess you haven't really shared the complete picture, but I'm sure in some time you will be able to tell us all about it. I want to ask you about your career because I feel like if since I've seen you in the public, like you've always done it in an authentic way. I don't feel like you try to sell out or you have ever been in a position where you've sold out. Um, you have? Okay, can you tell us when you did that? Uh, when did you feel? When did you feel <laughs> yeah, like when you did you feel like out? a out? Yeah. <laughs> um, like certain things I endorsed at the beginning of my career, or certain shoots that I did because it was work. Like you do it without thinking so much of the repercussions or the, the effect. You just mm-hmm. do things. So yeah, <laughs> there. I love how honest you are. Like yeah, I have. Meron. <laughs> <laughs> Meron mga things na parang, if I look back, like, I should have listened to my parents and I shouldn't have done this. <laughs> yeah, we have all those moments. Someone was asking me to take an innocence test yesterday. It was like a bucket list of all, all the bad things or good things you've done. And I scored about 62. And I was like, oh, my ganun pala na. Everything my parents told me not to do, I've pretty much ticked it off. So it's okay. We're all on the same. Okay, so how do you pick your next adventure? Like, you're doing Made Mindful and then you did other things in the past. How do you know? Do you just go by impulse or do you have a process of 
when you know what's next. I, I recently said this also to a friend who was trying to figure out what to do. I said, you just go on living life. Um, just like do, you know, do what feels right. Experience life. And then one day it's just going to hit you. Without a doubt in your mind, you will know, shit, this is what I'm supposed to do. And then you'll feel very passionate about it. You'll be very patient in writing about it so you know what to do because you obviously need a plan, right? Like you need to understand the path you're going to take by maybe journaling, creating an outline, a business plan, mapping things out. When it's the right thing for you, that'll all just come to you. Okay, so if it flows through your pen and a paper or whatever medium mm -hmm. you use, whether it's an iPad or phone, then you know it's right and you can't stop thinking about it. Yeah, so it's like something you have in your imagination. If it drives you to put it down on paper and seriously figure it out, then that's probably the idea that's worth pursuing because we have all these ideas about what should I do? What work should I do? Where should I live? Who should I date? Um, should I quit my job? Yeah. Be an entrepreneur. I so, love that, that you have to keep asking yourself questions, basically. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's always, and it always boils down to self awareness and doing the work because yeah. you don't become self aware just like that. You have to read about how to do it and you have to consciously do it. You have to write down your thoughts and understand why you are the way you are. Yeah, I guess that's good advice for women in their late 20s who are slowly getting to know themselves and may want to do a career shift. Gosh, it's a bit of a challenge, right? Like I think about a month ago, I started a little notebook for emotional work because like you probably, everyone who's in their 20s kind of, does become somewhat selfish so mm -hmm. i was like but i believe like i was t telling this to shari like if your relationships your personal ones are successful then your success in life just follows right like it doesn't you can't be just good at your work and then your relationships are bad mm -hmm. it doesn't go that way but i know one of your pursuits is cooking can you tell us a little bit about that because i know you make adoba banana bread all in the healthy way possible <laughs> This is where it all began. It started when I was really young and my mom just always used to, used to make me help in the kitchen. So I, I had that environment at home. And then, uh, when did I start cooking? I think it was in my, it was in my early twenties. I think I started cooking for a boyfriend and the boyfriend's family. And that's why I wanted to learn how to cook. Yeah. And then from there, I started a blog on Tumblr Payata Dati. It was a long time ago. It was a really long time ago. And my objective was to just write down recipes that I just learned or that I want to learn. And then that's what you see now on my blog. So yeah, I've actually been blogging for 12, 13 years. There's not a lot of meat right now on my blog because I delete stuff. Yeah. And then there, so it was, it was mainly because I wanted to become a food blogger. 
That's okay. why I learned how to cook. And then I just loved it so much. And I love to entertain at home. I love to cook for people. So after I finished film school in 2011, I enrolled in CCA to learn how to do things the professional way or know the fundamentals of cooking. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think, though, since you mentioned that when you were in your 20s, you cooked for your boyfriend's parents, <laughs> do you think that's good advice for women who want to impress their <laughs> Partners, family. Maybe but just make sure for the time you're cooking, but practice kamuna. Practice first. I love that um advice. Practice first. Don't do it for the first time. Don't try so hard. If there's an opportunity to do it, like if there's a need, but don't be like I'm gonna cook you dinner. And I think, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I actually can't remember what my situation was but it was more like food had to be made so i was like oh yeah make something look at this apple pie (laughs) (laughs) we have a secret joke that every time one of us cooks like something it's like oh wife material but like in reality you don't need to say it out loud (laughs) just i want to say it out loud so they know Okay, um, I'm just let's jump a little bit in your morning because some of the great like routines that people have are in the morning. What's the first thing you do when you wake up? The very, very first thing I do when I wake up is I pet my dog because she jumps on the bed. Aww. So there's a morning snuggle that happens. Yeah, that's it. And then, but in, in terms of routine, either I or Ralph take her for a walk in the morning first thing. Of course, you dress up, you brush your teeth. Then before I start working on Made Mindful, I'll probably spend about maybe two to three hours just like chilling at home. I like going for a walk, tidy, having coffee and reading first for an hour. Yeah, so I really try to balance work and life now and really limit my work hours to maybe four to six hours of like focused work. Mm -hmm. And then I'll just out the rest of the day. I know a lot of people do that where they don't do any meetings or actual work until like past lunchtime like past 12 mm-hmm. o'clock so that the morning is like yourself like whether it's reading mm-hmm. whatever you enjoy doing really yeah mm-hmm. yoga um, so you can I like live- going for walks and meditating mm-hmm. yeah so it's part of my morning routine do you find that with walking your best ideas come because i swear like people say this like mm-hmm. when you walk it pops up in your head out of nowhere, like either in a shower or walking. It's just, it just comes up. You don't have yeah, to force it. Actually, actually, that has happened to me a lot here. And I find myself stopping and like grabbing my phone, if I even have my phone, mm-hmm. and writing it in a notepad on, on my phone. But I try to not bring my phone also when I go on walks. So as soon as I get home, then I'll type it somewhere or post it for, for my desk. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think uh, the founder of Spotify, he takes one hour walk every morning and mm-hmm. crazy. It, it, I, it's so simple, but mm-hmm. um, bizarre that you don't actually have to force yourself to do work to get the ideas. It just will mm-hmm. flow. Okay, mm-hmm. now you've confirmed the, my it theory. It should just come to you. Yeah, yeah. And I think having a dog makes mm-hmm. that really possible because you have I mean to be a good dog mom you really need to <laughs> take your pet out on long walks because they need the exercise yeah i've been trying so, to convince bea to get a dog bea, yes i've been thinking about it i want a black labrador or something 
I don't know. Yeah. I should introduce you guys to Willow, but I think she's sleeping outside. When we're done, I'll call her. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Your dog is beautiful, by the way. I think I showed it to Sharon when I was looking for a dog to get, but I don't know. It's a very rare. It looks like a rare dog. It's pretty rare, yeah. It's not a very common dog. And I think her markings and her eye color are striking. That's mm. Yeah, she doesn't look like any other dog you've seen, basically. That's what Ralph and I say about her. Because even us, I was like, can you believe this is our animal? <laughs> so, You're surprised. And she looks, she's pretty special looking. Yeah. Or maybe we're just proud parents. <laughs> I saw photos. She is adorable. Super. Okay. So what is the best advice you've ever received from anyone in your life? The best advice I've ever received from anyone in my life. stress by questions. I think I think Okay, here I have one. Buy real estate really when I did. Yeah. Sound advice. I yeah, I got into that game very early. 2005, no, 6, no, no. Sorry, 8. Okay. Well, it's super early. Yeah. 2008, yeah. Yeah. Like way before everything was so expensive that no one can afford it anymore. Yeah. Okay. For anyone who is looking to invest, watch the real estate markets now because the prices are going to go down again because not a lot of people have money to buy. So there will definitely be a price correction and adjustment. If you have some savings or like can borrow from your parents, invest in real estate. That's so, it's a strange thing because like it's something that they don't teach you in school. They don't teach <laughs> how to grow in school. They don't teach you that. Yeah. So, Bianca, how about the best habit that you've trained yourself to do? Best habit that I've trained myself to do? List down my expenses. <laughs> the things I don't do, I should, find. I'll do it. Fine. No. I do it like okay. once a week. I'm like a freak with that. I just do it because you can see it, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes I'm like ignorant this, but that's bad advice. Listen to them, guys. Okay. So, Bianca, do you believe in luck? I Yes, I believe in luck. I believe in karma, blessings. I believe in what goes around comes around. I believe in you You get what is coming to you. So, I yeah, I think it's the general idea of what you put out there will find its way to you. Okay, so Bianca, you've you've had a, you've been through a lot of a lot in your life. Well, not a lot, but you've had a lot of career, different careers, different jobs, or different passions that you do. How do you overcome roadblocks that you've experienced? How do I overcome roadblocks? What can you give me an example? Yes, let's say in the past you didn't get a role for whatever mm. reason, or cool mm-hmm. budget not to make a down payment on a property you want to acquire. Okay, then how do you overcome your roadblocks? Let go. Practice like that. Like, go. the art of non-attachment. I've heard about this during yeah. Buddhism and detachment. Like yeah. you have to let go of certain outcomes. Yeah. Even, even people, expectations, belongings. Yeah. And so if you practice the art of non-attachment, it's easier to just move on. 
Yeah, I read the book, The Start of This Year. It's an old one by Hawkins, I think, was the author. It's, it's just called Letting Go. And at first, I was like, it's a bit woo-woo. But then you read it, I'm like, yeah. Like, you stress about so much things that you can just, just get over it and then just don't worry about it. And things are just better for you. Like I have two books that will help with this. One is The Daily Stoic. Mm, and the other oh, yeah. one is The Art of Happiness by the Dalai Lama. I always recommend those books to people. The Daily Stoic, like it saved me for the one year before COVID because every day I would use it as a prompt to journal. And yeah, you don't realize how good of a day it is to start with something of a good thought mm. rather than a bad thought or an anxious thought. And then the journaling just saves you. And I think, I don't know, I think it's life-changing. <laughs> yeah. I haven't picked up your journaling thing, babe, but I have been reading The Daily Stoic every day since January 1. And yeah, <laughs> it's a great thing to read. So, yeah. Bianca, define success. I answered this also on an interview online, and I said the exact same thing. And when I thought about it, like, it's still the same thing. It's being able to sleep eight hours every day, plus this, and being able to go to bed and wake up whatever time you want without being stressed about, about working, like without the stress of I have to work. Yeah. Regardless of what income bracket you are, how much you make, what you do. So mm -hmm. for example, a factory worker can have that experience, can have that feeling that they're just, yeah, they're just satisfied and happy and same as a billionaire. So it's really, it's really more of if you don't have that stress na, na, oh my God, I need to work super hard. But again, you're just like happy and content with life. I think that's success. Like where, wherever you are, like you're just happy with your life. Yeah, I think that's a refreshing way of looking at success because you see people obsessed with showing how busy they are on Instagram just to prove that exactly. they're busy and successful. Versus and, that way of looking and, at it. And how much they have and what they own. Yeah, exactly. But actually, they can be the ones that are pretty unhappy. And I find that unsuccessful. But maybe the ones that have less and don't, I mean, can't afford those things and don't want them mm. are the ones who are truly successful. Yeah. Plus the whole sleep thing. Because if you're pressured to work, you feel like you have to sacrifice sleep over it and for me parang sleep is the most important thing for your wellness so if you want to stay healthy and you want to be strong you want to be your best self you need to be sleeping mm -hmm. eight, yeah, eight hours every day i am such a believer of sleep now before i was the my belief was like the whole you sleep when you're dead and then i read the <laughs> why we sleep book and the first few pages was like if you're thinking that sleep is for the dead, you will die. I was like, okay, <laughs> now that's I get it. Book. Yeah, that's really such a good book. Speaking of sleep, you can, people can actually go to mademindful.ph now already okay. and then sign up for the newsletter. So we made a 12-week workbook on mindful living. And then the first week is all about sleep and it contains links. And for week two, it's about eating and then I put a, a meal plan there, and this was the same meal plan that was used by Rachel Peters when she competed in Miss Universe. 
a grocery list and everything yeah so it's just like really good content that we're gonna yeah, be yeah. sending to your emails and make sure it's worth your time so people can already get that while we're waiting for the official website launch <laughs> Um, Bianca, we're going to link this because we get a few people that, you know, have recently experienced breakups. And what the, for me, the saddest thing I hear is that people get really suicidal or depressed. That's like the first thing you have to do is get your body in order and then your mind and those things like sleep, eating. It's so, Mm -hmm. it seems so basic, but at the same time, it's like, just get that right and you're going to be able to get over the breakup and move on from such of the big challenges in your life. Because it's so sad when I hear people that break up and they're just like, I can't live anymore. I can't even, someone was saying I can't pass a Jollibee because they love Jollibee to get like together. And then let that shit go girl. He broke up with her her before their, before their fifth year anniversary or something. Favorite nila Jollibee. So, hindi na siya makadaan ng Jollibee. I was like, what's up, Trick and Joy? Why? I I know. Like, oh my God. Like, no one can ever keep me away from Jollibee. Apparently. We're, we're gonna, like, made mindful and maybe they're gonna recover and be able to eat Jollibee yeah. eventually. It's it actually this workbook, now that I think about it, it's a good, it's, it's like, it's good breakup therapy because it tells you what to do. Like, it has an action plan. And yeah. I and it has journal prompts at the end of every week, so Perfect. you can write about your experience. And yeah, it's a PDF that you can type in, and you can save it and print it and file it somewhere. <laughs> okay, Shari and I are gonna do it. Shari, mm-hmm. you need a journaling thing. Let me know but how it goes. How long does it take to do something like that? Let's say putting together a PDF that kind of just realigns your body and mind and heart and whatever this entire thing is. How long does it take for you? Yeah. And weeks of work. But not everything is written by me. It was written by a small team of girls. So me plus two girls. But yeah, I wrote the ones about sleep and food. And what else did I write about? I think money. What else? Spaces, I think, also. Mindful space, mindful money, and mindful closet, I think, is the other one that I wrote. Okay, so, yeah. We'll link it. We'll link it when this <laughs> comes out because I think people need it. Sometimes you need someone to guide you through life. Mahira. Yeah. And I, I, I always go for these guides myself mm. or I have before, and they've really been helpful for me. Yeah, I have a question on who are the people that you look up to? Um, I think the first person that comes to mind because it's so basic and relatable, I think, is Jessica Alba. Oh, yes. Yeah. What I appreciate about her is her journey and her willingness to grow and learn and step out of her comfort zone because she wants to do more for herself. And I still remember yeah. her film, Honey. Don't forget <laughs> your roots, where you come from. <laughs> but yeah, she's done such an amazing job. And you think about it, like, from what she's done before and acting or comedy and all that uh, roles that she's done, but then going to, like, her brand and just being like, okay, no more 
toxic things in the stuff you put in your body. And she's beautiful. Yeah. So we can't, yeah, <laughs> someone to definitely look up to. Um, and she's a mom of three kids. And oh, I also look up to Gwyneth Paltrow. She's the CEO of her own company. I was going to say this to you. I was going to say this to you because something that reminds me of Made Mindful is something that you see in Goop. And although Mm -hmm. that's not exactly the same as, oh, why are we not thinking about how we live and all the adornments that come with that? Um, (laughs) Because we're, the answer is because I think we're more inclined to, to go through life mindlessly and to, to be mindful, you have to learn Mm. how to do it so parang there's there's a conscious effort to, to be mindful for that to become your way of life because it's easier to live life mindlessly and not thinking of like the repercussions the effects you just do things because that's what you know easy i've been reading the power of now i don't know if you guys have read it but i tried reading this- it but i stopped yeah. It's That's what I'm saying. It's on my it's Kindle. So I just can't get through it yet. It's so hard. Para ako na like yeah. hindi mo na nasusuka, but like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like ano daw? Uh-huh. But just listen to his podcast interviews. He's good at them. It's the same thing. Just do that. Yeah, I actually like audiobooks and podcasts. Okay. I'm yeah. that type of person. Oh, one more, one more thing to recommend is. Listen to the podcast of Naval Ravikant. Okay. N a v a l space r a v i k a n t. They're short and they're for anyone who wants to be an entrepreneur. I actually see him on Twitter. He's very active, and like people always say on Twitter that he's the smartest guy there. Okay. Besides those recommendations, do you have a book or movie that's changed you? A book or movie that's cha- a book. Why we sleep is one because that's why I didn't want to act anymore. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like, this hit the nail on the floor yeah, yeah. for for a while. Parang my, parang my sleep is more valuable to me than acting. Hmm. Um, another question. Yung book naman. I think you a said book, something. Book. I'm sorry, you did the book, but how about the movie? Has a movie? Okay, been... movie. Movie. Usually documentaries, actually. A lot of documentaries. Okay, this one. The title. <laughs> Mission Blue. That's one. Mission Blue. Oh my gosh, hindi ko maalala yung title. Then I'm saying it's the most influential one. Teka lang. Oh, it's okay. It happens. Yeah, I, I watched it. What did I watch early in the lockdown? I made you watch it. I was like crying. Oh, my octopus teacher. My gosh. Grabe yeah. that one. I didn't know the there. I was like, it has plastic in it, but it was like. What's it called again? It's called A Plastic Ocean. So there. A Plastic Ocean and Mission Blue. Okay. So they're mostly environmental documentaries. There's one that's on Netflix like the other day. It's called Sea Seaspiries, or it's I guess conspiracies in the sea. Mm-hmm. And someone was telling me if you watch it, you're not gonna want to eat seafood. I'm like, I don't know that's if I can do it. Exactly. Yeah. Minimalism is one. I actually saw that when it first came out, and I didn't absorb it. But when I watched it again recently, I was like, oh. These are such great ideas that everyone should see. They're extreme, but if we could just take a little of that, 
and live that way, yeah, yeah, the, the, the world might be a better place, honestly. Yeah, I love that. Like you don't really need much. That's one of the things that you get from the pandemic, right? Mm -hmm. And one of the things that are most important are your relationships. And I'm curious, Bianca, what do you think makes a good relationship? Whether it's romantic, friendship, family, like what makes a good one? Good communication. I keep hearing this. <laughs> Everything we do, Bea, the advice is always communicate better. Communication. <laughs> it's always communication is key. I was like, mm-hmm. but Bianca, do, do you think that there's such a thing as over communication? I feel like sometimes <laughs> people tend to communicate everything that doesn't. Yeah, of course, like you don't need to tell your partner everything. You guys don't need to say everything to each other. Some things are best left unsaid. But communication in terms of if you have a conflict, for example, if you have opposing ideas, then that's when you should communicate sufficiently. <laughs> I love that word, sufficiently. Sufficiently. Basically. But okay, if you could have lunch or dinner, if you could have lunch with one person dead or alive, who would it be? Um, if I could have lunch with one person, dead or alive, oh, probably Warren Buffett. And I would just be like, just tell me what to do. How how do I start? <laughs> I'm all ears. I'm all ears. He has a great documentary on HBO, I think. And I, I just, it's amazing how he stays rooted in where he's come from. He mm. could be in anywhere, like he could be in Paris, he could be in London, like some of the biggest hubs, but no, he's, I'm just going to be in my hometown. I'm going to build here, give jobs. Yeah. 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 Great guy. Feeling close. Okay. This year, and I guess last year, and maybe people that had an early, early adopters of gratitude, they think about that every day. And today, Bianca, when you showed up, what are you most grateful for in your life? Oh, to be in Sydney right now. (laughs) Terrible, but like, it's true. Like, I tell Ralph every day, like, I'm so lucky I ended up here with you at the right time and I didn't even ask for it. Nagkataon lang I was here. Perfect. And hindi na ako bumalik. One year na ako nandito, guys. Wala akong planong magstay dito, pero everyone's just telling me to not go back to the Philippines. Yeah, stay put. Stay put. I have a oh, follow-up, no. though. Oh, so there's a dog. There's a dog. Oh my gosh, you are a special one. I told you, Shari, her dog's special. Your eyes. What kind of dog is she? She's a miniature Australian Shepherd. Oh, Oh, they have no tails, right? Huh? Sorry? They have no tails? No, she has a bushy tail. Oh, you have a bushy tail. (laughs) I have a favorite Australian Shepherd, Amanda Seyfried. See Finn. Oh, I think think they they, they cut the tails in the US. Um, Oh, what? Why? Is that consider healthier show standard usually i think so yes sorry what were we talking about again for what in your life are you most? oh there australia you said i have Uh, a follow-up there though this is something i'm i'm curious bianca because a lot of people have had virtual romances during covid Mm -hmm. and i'm sure you were in a long distance before 
going mm. to Sydney, right? Mm-hmm. What's your advice for people that are in virtual romances right now? And whether you don't really see the end of the, the end of the pandemic so soon, but how do you keep it the tunnel flir- flourishing? Yeah. Actually, somebody said this to me when Ralph and I started dating. And then he was like, you both have to know where or when you will see the light at the end of the tunnel. So mm-hmm. parang dapat may plano na kayo. Like no matter how long it takes, like you can see the light at the end of the tunnel and you're going to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what kind of keeps you going. You do the work, you do the FaceTime calls, WhatsApp, WhatsApp every day and one thing also use use the time to really get to know each other so look for mga questions like one thing what we did was the 36 questions to love or something like that. oh yes we've done we've that, done that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then we, we all have and then i think my friend was also doing this with her boyfriend they were long distance for mga 11 months then they did card card game nayon. we're not really strangers and then she borrowed my the school of life like card deck on romance questions or like things to ask your partner mga ganyan okay yeah i did something like super malabo we don't have to put this on the episode we can cut this out but we were so bored <laughs> yeah i was like oh look what i found i found my old gmat reviewer and i threw it because he just finished his MBA, I don't know. So I was like, I was reading him math questions and he was solving it. I was super entertained. <laughs> <in the mind. laughs> I was like, anything to bond. Okay. Um, so Bianca, we're down to the, our last few questions and we'll make it a bit of a quick fire round. Okay. So here's number one. What smell makes you happy? What makes me happy? I'm thinking of all the essential oil combinations, but I like the combination of jasmine and lavender and chamomile mm-hmm. and lime <laughs> dame. Type, and dame. lots of smells make you happy so, yeah that's the common combination that i make at home when i want to be in a good mood perfect what is one thing you don't understand about yourself why i can't let go of a certain thing. I won't get into it na kung ano yun. Basta, like, parang, I keep doing the same thing and expecting a different result and expecting the other person to change, but they're not going to change. So, parang, I need to accept that and change myself because I can't change the other person. Mahirap yan. I think with friendships and relationships or even even work, it's you want, like, an outcome, but you can't get it there because the people you're working with or dealing with are not, changing mm-hmm. <laughs> and one of her episodes our guest was margie holmes and then mm-hmm. she said the only change you can expect is from yourself anyway so yeah. hard to wrap your head around but yeah so what is something beautiful that you see every day my dog Willow. i was gonna say you, cute. you are beautiful that's your eye what is my the dog most willow in ralph's face what yeah. what my ralph's dog face. willow in ralph's face oh perfect He's okay every day Bianca, what is the coolest thing about you? The coolest thing about me, maybe I'm fun to be I'm fun to be with. Mm. Okay. The statement, I will be content when blank. I will be content when oh, 
content na eh. <laughs> That's my favorite answer. I like that answer. I like these answers na tapos na eh. Okay na. Okay na ako eh. Oh, I like, I'm pretty happy na like where I am with what I have, who I'm with. Siguro I'll be content although hindi din eh, but for the sake of saying one, I'll be content when the pandemic is over and everyone can travel to see each other and I can see my friends and family there. Okay. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Okay, <laughs> now down to the last two questions. Not quick fire, but it's our favorite question. This is Bay's favorite. What is love? Love is being selfless about certain things. I can't say everything because, of course, like you have to protect yourself. But I think l- love is when you can... When you put those person's needs before yours, or not just person, but like when you put that other thing before yourself, whatever mm. it is. Last question, Bianca, my personal favorite. Use three words to describe your life. One word for the past, one word for the present, and one word for the future. Past, chaotic. Present, peaceful. Future, up. <laughs> healthy na lang healthy that was a good one I feel inspired how about you <laughs> you have to journal that's I two will. people can trying to convert you to journaling but thank I you I tried Bianca. but I keep stopping well maybe the Made Mindful Workbook will will help you I will, I will sign up because it, it gives you ideas of what to talk about and like you finish a sentence complete a thought things like that I'm gonna start the day after this interview when they end the broadcast I'm gonna Sign up for the Made Mindful newsletter. Thirsty and 30. What I learned from our conversation with Bianca is that we need to work at living more mindful lives. And life is not about our possession, but our intention. Be content as you are and good karma will follow. So catch us again next week for another one of these conversations. And just a reminder, we have our live episode on YouTube and Facebook every Wednesday at 9 p.m. We'd love to have you there with a wine, a coffee, or a tea, whatever you do to wind down on a Wednesday. There we talk all about love, its complications, and we attempt to simplify. Till then, stay thirsty.